This is a T-Sauce Instrumental. Yo, yo, what up? It's Frothism in the building. Aha. Let's light one up. Tony, what up? What up? We in the building, right? We're gonna do it like this. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Crack a brew, pull a chair, light it up. Uh. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Salcedo, he be the Mexicano. The boss in the building believe that he be El Macho. Interviewing the making, the voice of the people. Try to shut the show down, your attempts be feeble. Follow the leader, acknowledge the one with the mic. We can even bring the ladies in and party all night. Pull up a chair, take a seat, broadcast on. Cool as can be when we blast raw rap songs. Roll up a bleasy, how we make it seem so easy. Throw up the PC, West Coast, oh so steez. No joke in the breeze, palm trees, Venice Beach, OC. Listen up to Tony talk when he speak. He got your favorite guest, your favorite rapper. He got all of your favorites, your favorite actor. actor. Tony on the talk, Tony Montana. Keep your ears open cause Tony got the answers. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. Crack a brew, pull a chair, light it up. Uh. Tony talk, listen up to Tony talk. You're listening to Tony's Talk Showcase. I just felt like Had to get some shit up off my chest, right? It's Mike, you know Still the flyest one, you know Take a listen, look Baby, we be on it I'm going through a lot I'm growing through a lot right here You know the streets be calling I'm steady trying to find my motor Trying to make it reappear Baby, we be on it Came in me though down to keep that thing, thing moving. Shit is brain like a fountain wave. I'm sitting in the trap, kind of playing the moving ounces. This money at this iTunes shit, we bought about it. That slap cartel, y'all know it very well. Shit, I'm praying to the Lord every day, cause ain't no hell. Too many of my people locked down up in themselves. I gotta keep the faith, cause I don't know nothing else. And dog, you told me way back up in the day that you would never do some shit to take your soul away. Now the person that you are right now ain't the same. And shit, all I blame is that methamphetamine. This life shit serious. To me, it ain't no game. I tell my four kids daily, knock this shit up out the frame. This rogue gon' try and test you. Don't let it get the best of you. You gotta apply pressure till there ain't no nothing left of you. Uh. Baby, we be on it. I'm going through a lot. I'm growing through a lot right here. And you know the streets be calling. I'm steady trying to find my motor, trying to make it reappear. Baby, we be on it. I'm going through a lot. I'm growing through a lot right here. And you know the streets be calling. I'm steady trying to find my motor, trying to make it Y'all already know what I'm about Y'all can hear it in the music I done do it for the clout Ever since they put me on They ain't never put me out Demonstrate the need to win They can never cut me out I'm riding for my dogs They the only ones I trust I cut a couple off But it's still all love I got problems I got issues You can never take them with you First they love you Then they leave you Then they tell you That they miss you Been plying against me I can see it Gotta keep my circle small Even though I won't believe it The realest on my team And even though they never see it Crap of love ones out the pick And I just call out how I see it See it And look and now I'm still doing my thing, trying to 
trying to do it for my kids, fuck the diamond rings Because my equity is better than this family thing I gotta do it for them all, shit, I never gonna change like Baby, we be on it What up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you guys for checking out this interview podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm here with none other than Mike Uno, the Flies One You Know. What up? And the homie Snap Cartel. How you guys yeah, doing? Good, man. How you doing, bro? Good, good, man. Just kicking back, enjoying, enjoying this beautiful Thursday. You know what I mean? Man, the weather's beautiful out here, dog. You in the LA area, Tony? Riverside. Okay, yeah, I'm right here in Bakersfield, so we're not too far. No, Bakersfield, okay. Okay, that's badass, man. That's cool. Yeah, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, man, and what you do, Sub Cartel? Yeah, man. Uh, these days, I, I mainly focus on the producing and shit. But uh, started out rapping. I still do that. But um, yeah, I've been I've been making music pretty much my whole life, playing different instruments and stuff like that. And yeah, man. Okay, okay, that's that's badass, man. So you've been around for a, for a while. Oh, that's one of the first questions is. What first got you into music? And my pops, he would he would buy like every type of CD, like everything from like from like some Ice T shit to to Fifty Cent to fucking some rock type shit. So just all different genres. So growing up, I played like drums and guitar, but I always was rapping. Like I'm talking since like I was five years old. Right. Like just grew up. I had an older cousin that raised me on like aftermath shit like dr dre and eminem and all that shit so hell yeah i just always was listening to that and then uh i always wanted to produce i got fruity loose for the first time when i was in like the third grade started fucking around with that and oh, shit. always been wanted what i wanted to do but i never really started taking producing seriously until until a couple years ago, so now I feel like that's right. kind of my bread and butter. Yeah, now. I feel like that's the youngest age I've heard somebody say that they started making beats was like the third grade. To be honest, with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. It's crazy, yeah, it's crazy like, though. Yeah, it's crazy though. Go ahead. No, it's crazy because when I back then, like, I was just fucking around with it a little bit, and uh, I had bought like uh, a couple turntables off eBay because right. I just I always thought that shit was cool to scratch and all that shit, but. uh Hell yeah. I never, I never, I wish I would have stayed consistent with it because who knows where I would have been. But years later, when I got into high school and I was just wanted to rap and shit, uh, I never, like, I never was taking producing seriously. So I wasn't, I wasn't really making beats like for real, for real till I was fucking 28. Right, right. right okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, 
I can't say that I've been doing it for that long because shit. I mean, it's just that's just my first introduction to it, you know. No, I'm the same way. Yeah, I feel it. I feel it. I'm 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 the same exact way. I fucking I started in like a like I remember I was like a fucking sophomore, like a junior in high school. I remember, and I fucking was consistent with the shit. And then my whole laptop crashed on me, bro. So I didn't have a laptop till I fucking like fucking graduated from high school, fucking college, fucking, you know, got a job and was able to buy equipment again. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, and then I started again. I mean, I was lucky. You know, I had the homies that had it, so I'd make beats with them and shit, but it just wasn't the same, you know? No, I feel you, bro. Yeah, it'd be and, like that. And that's crazy, man, because you've been around it the, the whole time, you know what I mean? So it, it's, it, it was always been in you, you know, it just took some time to finally come out, you know, the production side. You were already doing the music side, you know what I mean? And, uh, that's pretty badass. You know, you say you play some instruments. What instruments did you play? Yeah, I started out. I started playing the drums. I got my first drum set when I was in the fourth grade, and then uh, after that, I played like the guitar and bass. I actually was in a couple bands and shit when I was like junior high and uh, just a freshman in high school. I didn't, I didn't do it anyway anywhere after that. But I was in some punk bands and shit, and we used to actually play some shows on Beggar. So like. Little ass kids and shit, bro. Like it's crazy yeah. looking back on that. Like it's crazy because we were we were little kids, man. But we were out there really trying to do the shit. And like I'm honestly, man, I'm happy I did all that, man, because it just you know nowadays when I go to little like local shows, like I just did this weekend and shit, it just reminds me like, damn, like I I'm. I've already been here and done this shit, bro. Just a different genre, but it's all in the end. It's all kind of the same shit, you know. Right. It's the no, music, it's music right. culture. Yeah, exactly, man. So tell us a little bit about how you got into music. I know you you play some instruments. I know you uh, were some punk bands. You were doing it for a while, and then now recently, a few years back, you started producing, right? Yeah. So uh, like, shit. Like, um, trying to think, like. Six years ago or so, I uh, I started working in the weed industry. Like I've been I've been hustling and shit for half my life, but legally I got into the the weed industry, like doing the cannabis events, and I was working on a weed farm out in Oakland. Right. And so, like every weekend, we would travel up and down, like over by like where Mike Uno used to live at and shit in San Bernardino. Like we did a few events out there, and like. Uh, fucking victorville that whole area out there and like uh, yeah like uh up in frisco and just all over and uh yeah and so at the cannabis events i met a bunch of artists like fucking uh the loonies baby bash fucking just a ton of people man a ton of people that i look up to that i listened to for a long ass time and uh so i built connections through that and then uh I was living with somebody at the time, my roommate, I grew up with him and he, uh, he's been producing shit for a long ass time, but, um, he didn't really have a direction at the time. Anyways, I just kind of threw the alley-oop for him and we tapped in with him and, uh, started producing for the loonies, yuck mouth and cuzzo fly and shit. And, uh, we started making, started making some shit for them. And then, uh, yeah, I got tapped in with a few other artists like Drew Down and stuff. Just like I said, like a lot of a lot of West Coast legends that I yeah grew up listening to and stuff like that. So hell yeah. At the time, I still was only rapping and stuff, but then uh, after a while, my boy kept telling me like, "Man, 
Because I would sit there and like we, I would uh, co-produce shit with him, and I, w- I would sit there behind him and be like, "Do this, this, and that." And he, he would just tell me like, "Man, you got to get your own shit because you got a vision, man. Just do it on your own." But to be honest, at that point, like I, I just didn't want to do it. I don't know. It just from fucking with it when I was young, it just it looked too tedious for me. But right, yeah. I feel it. I feel yeah, it. I feel yeah, it, man. But once I finally like. Once you really, got the groove, shit was yeah. Like, once yeah. once I finally really started doing it, I was like, okay, like I found, I guess my passion now. Like that's, like I said, I still love rapping, but that's that's just what I I love that shit now, bro. Right. Like I, I I look forward to doing that shit every day now. No, for sure. Yeah, they say, they, you know, they say fucking going from where you are. You know, if you really want to do something, you know, you practice that shit, practice that shit. You know, twenty one days makes or breaks a habit. After that habit. You know, you fucking perfect that shit, perfect that shit. And shit, man, after like a good fucking six months to a year, it's just really who you fucking are as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that's the beauty real. about this shit. You know what I mean? That's uh, true, man. Like, it's crazy. Like, when you listen to same thing whatever you do i mean i'm sure it's the same for you tony with the podcasting like when you listen to your first shit like whatever you do in the very beginning it's like you cringe at that shit because you're like oh man like everybody no matter what you do you come such a long ways after a while like you finally start to figure your groove out and shit and like yeah that's how I was with producing and rapping. Like I listened to old shit, and I'm like, oh god, like what the fuck was that? But <laughs> that's part yeah. of the growth, you know. Everybody has to go through that shit. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. It's true. It's true, you know. Like we all go, like it's crazy. Well, uh, or passion, you know, we have we have different no, passions throughout our life. You know what I mean? And um, it's awesome that when you get to perfect it, you get to master it. You know what I mean? And like like you said, like the podcast. Yeah, like I started doing the podcast three years ago, and I was a whole different person back then, bro. Like not to be like a whole different person, but just like the habits I had and the mindset I had was a whole different thing. And then uh, going through the phases, you know, uh, going to making the podcast what it is today, you know, it helped me improve as a person and helped me uh, put more effort into it as well. You know what I mean? Nah, hell yeah, man. Like, just being persistent and shit, like, that shit, yeah, man, that, it, it teaches you, like, life lessons in a way, like, just, just how to stay with something, you know what I mean? Like, that yeah, was exactly. what it for me. Like, I felt like I always... Throughout life, I I was always okay at certain things, but I was never great at anything. But when I like really started to take this seriously, I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna work as hard as I can on this. Like this is what I'm gonna focus on from now on. Like, you yeah, know, exactly. No, I feel you, man. My bad, John. I don't know That's what the fuck happened. <laughs> Hey, we're we're figuring this shit out together, bro. We're gonna get through this shit, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, but uh, that's awesome, though, bro. You know, that's true. You know, it's it's all about uh, growing and learning and uh, getting better at our craft, getting better at what we love to do. And yeah, man, you gotta go do the grind. You're having a time. Yeah, exactly. man. Yeah, it's it's a it's a learning process, no matter what you're doing. You know, like. My son is is all into hooping, so now like he's doing learning the same thing with basketball. Some days he's stressed out, some days he's having fun with it. That's how I am. Like some days it, it comes to me with the producing stuff. Some days I'm like, man, this is this is ass. Like what am I doing? <laughs> like it just that's just yeah. natural, you know. No, hundred percent. Exactly. It's never easy. 
And if you had to describe your music that you create, man, your beats or your rap or whatever you do, how would you describe it? I would say like mainly like if I had to say like one one little phrase for it all, I would just say West Coast, man. Like I okay. I grew up on West Coast stuff. Like I got nothing but love for like Jay Z and Nas and stuff like that. But I just that's just not what I grew up on. Like I I, yeah. I listened to a lot of that stuff later, but like for me, it's just like old school West Coast stuff. Like for everywhere from L.A. to the Bay, that's just like that's what I grew up on. So it's like to this day that's what I listen to so for me it's just like try you know in some ways I try to stay up with the times and stuff but at the same time just trying to be this west coast just like everything from like g-funk to just like hard bass stuff just like yeah yeah. but I also like to make stuff smooth so I don't know man it's like a lot of like I hear a lot of like like there's a lot of Snoop stuff that I like from back in the day that's like that just like like that song Stacy Adams just like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's just yeah, like it's, crazy on that one yeah man it's like <laughs> it's it's hard as hell but it's also smooth that's my thing like I feel like I'm like I like to make stuff that slaps obviously but I also I like like just smooth stuff that's like borderline R&B like right. I just yeah, I yeah. like I like melodic stuff, you know. I like to incorporate instruments and shit into it. So, and that that all has to do with growing up on the West Coast. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're all, yeah. we all we get to hear all different types of music, different vibes. Like we grew up with the funk, we grew up with the hip hop, we grew up with the oldies, right. we, grew, we grew up with alternative rock, with rock, you know, stuff like that. So, hundred percent. I don't know, you I don't know. know, bro. I would say, bro, I love being from Cali, bro. Like you know, I talked to a lot yeah. of boys from like New York and. You know, I talked to a lot of homeboys like from like the south and shit, and you know, it, it, we you know we chop it up and always you know kind of get to network and just learn about you know each other's backgrounds and shit. But I'm like, man, you know what? Like, I just love being from Cali, bro. Like, I'm blessed. Nah, that, yeah. know, my mom and dad, yeah, exactly. you know, had me in Cali. I'm blessed that God let me be born and be from Cali, bro. It's just like just a whole different vibe, man. Definitely proud to be from here. You know what I mean? On everything, bro. That's bro, that's, that's real shit. Up. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's real, man. I like, like you know, I, if I was born somewhere else, like I would still want to be in Cali. You know what I mean? God, they, they all want to be. They all want to be here. That's Everybody why they all come to Cali. Shit. Right, yeah. and, it, and it ain't no disrespect to you know any other you know coast because I fuck with you know like I said I fuck with New York. I fuck, yeah, you know, yeah. Homies from the I, south. I would love to go to New York. You know? Yeah, real spill. Yeah, I'm supposed to chop me pull up real soon and shit I'm supposed to go see some nice. people out there but i've been yeah, out there nah. twice man it ain't all that but it's it's cool bro yeah, like i got love like i know. like you said bro i got love for that shit to be honest i got more love for the south like when it comes to rap right like i okay, love yeah. i love southern rap like yeah, uh, fucking too. ugk oh, rp yeah. pimp c fucking yeah. uh all that shit bro fucking I like I like their I like the way they do their their uh like their their uh not their crunk shit. The crunk shit's cool too, but just like their 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 swang and shit. Like that shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, that yeah. wood grain dipping, fucking yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. that fucking uh, still that tipping on four bowls. Yeah, yeah. like that. Pimp C, like you said, uh fucking uh UGK. Fucking yeah, Pimp UGK, C, man. Bum B, yeah. fucking all Bum B, I love Bum B, bro. Yeah, and, man. And yeah, just Bum think B, about man. like they were always tapped in with the bay. Like they right, did so much yeah. stuff with E40 and stuff and like Oh yeah. You know I mean, 
Oh, the bass, you know, it's fucking has a great sound, bro. So I understand why people, you know, fuck with it and you know try to copy and mimic it. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it's a real great sound, and it, and and again, it's Cali, so that's even it's it makes it even better. You know what I mean? That's Cali still, and this is a whole different sound. You know what I mean? Compared to the L.A. or the you know Southern Cal area too. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like, you know, L.A. is like part of the foundation. So it's like when you go back, but like me growing up, like, you know, everybody knew about N.W.A. and Dr. Dre and all that shit. But like, but just for me, like when I was in like junior high and stuff, like that's when I really started to get into Mac Dre and E-40 and stuff. And like back then, like out here, if you go to a party and stuff, like they're always playing that stuff like. That's yeah, really yeah. all you would hear, but at the same time, like on the mainstream. My bad, Joe. My bad, Joe. Nah, you're good, you're man. Good. Like I said, we're figuring this shit out together, bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I hit my theory button by accident. That bitch, fucking. I was sitting here talking. I felt like a ghost. You're like, oh, I'm Mike, let the chat. No, 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 I'm right here. Like, oh, we're Mike. No, I'm right here. You're like, they ain't even feeling what I'm saying, man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think I cut off right when we were talking about fucking how, you know, a lot of, and I wouldn't even just say LA rappers or LA producers, but, you know, a lot of fucking Cali fucking, you know, rappers and producers now, man, a lot of them sound like fucking the Bay, you know what I mean? Like, you know. Yeah, but like I was just telling Tony, man, like, like growing up, like, you know, like I said, like from, from a little ass kid, man, like before, like younger than my son, bro, like all we listened to was like, NWA and all that shit, like right. all that old West Coast shit, Ice Cube, all that stuff, and it's like Dr. Dre, and uh, obviously they're both from NWA, but I mean, you know, just that whole that whole area, that whole that whole era, but right, like it wasn't until like junior high that I really started to get into like E40 and Mac Dre and stuff like that, and right. like when we go to parties, that's really all you would hear, but at the same time in the mainstream, I feel like. That shit never really. I mean, E40 had some. He had some big songs and stuff, but yeah, for the yeah. main part, it was like it was more niche. Like you wouldn't hear it as much. So it's like, oh no, for me, like, like to this day, Mac Dre is my my favorite rapper. Tupac is my number two, and Mac Dre is my number one. Like I, yeah. I love Mac Dre, bro. And it's like yeah, yeah. nowadays, it's crazy. Like obviously, a Laker fan and shit, but like when I'm watching these Laker Warriors series and shit, like, I respect the fuck out of, like, the shit that they play, bro. Like, they play all this Mr. Fab and D-Lo and Andre oh, Nicotina yeah. and yeah, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I think that shit's dope as fuck because they didn't used to do that, bro. They right. did not used to do that. And it's they like... They all the mainstream shit. Yeah, and I think about, like, earlier, like, I'm watching uh, I'm watching the Denver and, and Phoenix series and shit, man. They don't got no motherfucking uh, music scene in, in Denver or Phoenix. Like, right, right. You know what I mean? Like nobody came out of Denver or Phoenix, so it's right, like right. They I don't. Like they don't. Barely tapping in now with Arizona shit. Barely. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, yeah. But they don't got no fucking got legendary no artists and shit. Yeah. So for me, it's like I don't. <laughs> when I say everybody's buying the Bay, like obviously now it's like when you listen to LA shit, it really is. It's like Bay shit, but. It doesn't really matter because LA, they stand on their own, just like with what they've already contributed to music. Because for me, right. it's like obviously hip hop originated in New York and the Bronx and shit. But like, like after that, like to me, it's like the West Coast took it to the next level. Like right. for me, it's yeah, like exactly. that. The West Coast. I mean, we had come on, man. Like everybody, like Ice T. Fucking like that's like my dad's favorite rapper to this day. Like I see with our shit. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I was fucking, man, like, because I, I just love the West Coast history and West Coast, you know, come up in general, bro. And, like, I see, bro, was back then, dog, he he was that guy. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah, knew that yeah. motherfucker. What was this shit? Fucking, uh, 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 six in the morning, police at my door. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bro, like, that's fly shit right there, dog. Anytime I wear a fucking pair of Adidas, bro, and, like, black fucking Levi's and a white shirt, bro, I just feel like iced tea, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, give me a Raider hat and it's a wrap. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, bro. And, that, and that's the fit right there. You know what I mean? But, yeah, really, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm feeling like iced tea with that shit. Fucking six in the morning, police at my door. Fresh yeah, yeah. Much love to Ice-T, man. Fucking hell. Bro, yeah, I when I was that. like, some of my earliest memories, bro, like me and my pops, we would always go to, to record stores and shit. We would always try right. to buy buy albums, man. I, I miss those days. Oh, man. But, like, it was such like, a different vibe record store back then 100% yeah, yeah. and one album he was always trying to find was Cop Killer mm, yeah. he was always yeah, trying yeah. to find that shit and that shit is like that's, when that's he was, collector's item now yeah cause that's when he was in that band Body Count you know he was on his punk shit but it was mm-hmm. like that shit was crazy cause when you listen to that stuff it was like I mean, nowadays it ain't as crazy because people are talking reckless as hell. But right. back then, that was like fuck. That was some crazy shit to be saying in the late '80s, early oh, '90s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back then, all the you know, all the fucking uh, you know, uppity up folk. Oh my god, why would you say something like that? This yeah, there's a motherfucking cops out here killing people, and us. It's not just blacks. It's Mexicans. It's whites. They out here fucking getting away with it too. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. yeah. It's because he, he was expressing what, what he was living and before music would just be about, it was something else, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Nah, for real, bro. That's that passion, man. That's what I love about that shit. Like, I can't even vibe with a lot of this new stuff, bro. Like, I feel like I'm stuck in the past, man, with a lot right. of stuff. Like, no, 100%. I feel that. I feel that. No, I feel you, like I, I feel you. Like I hear that a lot. Like people saying they can't vibe with the new stuff, but man, you just gotta be able to hear it, bro. Because there's a lot no, of fucking, right. there's a lot of stuff out there right no, now. You're right. You're right. Amazing. They're just, I'll, they're I'll just keep it a book. Some, some shit. Some shit. I'm like, ah, you know what I mean. But like, I'll keep it a book. Like my ear now. Like back in the day. Like, you know, my playlist here was, you know, it, it was, you know, stuck on, you know, a lot of just the old shit, just, you know, that sound. But, you know, fucking with different people, tapping in with different people, different genres, different fucking, you know, different, uh, you know, different music and shit on fucking Spotify and Apple and shit. There's some dope yeah. shit out there for sure. The independent like has brought my horizons. No, you got to right. games where it's at right now. The independent right. game has the, best, the, the greatest artists, bro. Like, mm, the mainstream... The mainstream is just all about popularity and other shit. You know what I mean? It's not exactly. even it's not even about the music no more. You know, the mainstream is it's always gonna be that, bro. There's always gonna be oh, I gotta have this fucking you know, this, you know, you know what? I'll I'll do the perfect example, bro. How it's always been, and I feel like these, I feel like Wu Tang, bro, really not just NWA, but Wu Tang also really set the bar, bro, because they use these labels, bro, to build what they have now. You know what they did in the, in a way is you know because these motherfuckers wanted the radio records they wanted you know them them them, them records but you had a couple cats in Wu Tang going against the grain like now nah, fuck that we ain't doing no radio records you know what I mean this is hip hop yeah. you know what I mean and they yeah. kept the hip hop you know they 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 said fucking you know to the gutter to the grain fucking Raekwon fucking you know Ghostface fucking you know they didn't have too many of those fucking radio records bro and 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 long story nah, you're right they used those labels you know what I mean to get their, their, where they needed to be and look at them now bro they don't need no motherfucking label they do it the motherfucking sales and they put out whatever the fuck they want you know what I mean and they, it's been yeah, like that exactly. for the last twenty years now you know. No, you're right, bro. I saw Wu Tang live the first time when I was 14, bro. At, oh, that's uh, fucking dope. At, uh, 
uh, out there in San Bernardino at the, um, I think it was, it's that, you know, where it, that, uh, that big ass field where every, you know, it's like, I've seen a bunch of bands there since then, bro. Oh, but, yeah, uh, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But, uh, right after that, 15 freeway, Tony's talking those words too. Yeah. So at that time, that to this day, it was like, shit, top three best concert I've ever been to. It was, it was Wu-Tang Clan. Rage Against the Machine, Public Enemy, Cypress mm, Hill, Slick, Slick Rick, bro. It was crazy, man. Yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. tapped in there. Me, my sister, my homie, and my cousin went. And I remember my sister tried to back out of it a couple days before. And I was like, hell no, yeah, we got to go to this shit. Because my, <laughs> my older sister, so I needed her to take us. And I was like, we got to go to this shit. We're going to regret it if we don't. And I'm so glad we went to that shit, bro. It was Told crazy. It was epic. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, shit was wild. Uh, how would you describe your creative process back when you go to make a beat or write a song or record a song? I mean, mainly, like, to be honest, like, I use this. This VST is called Scalar. That's mainly the first thing I go to because it has a bunch of different chords on it. So, like, I always, I don't know, a lot of, a lot of stuff, they don't really use chords, but, like, like not a lot of stuff but some some of like the bass stuff and like a lot of this LA stuff like like I don't know if you're talking about like blue face and stuff like that they don't really use it but like I like the more like kind of soulful stuff like that so it's like for me it's like I try to I don't necessarily like have something in mind I just usually go in there and like start looking for some chords and then like I don't know like I, I I look for I just start listening to a couple chords and then put them together and then from there I usually just kind of build off of that so like I don't know man maybe I maybe I could be doing it differently where I go into it with a vision but I just kind of like to just kind of free ball and be like you know I'm gonna yeah exactly because sometimes it's like I don't know. I might be doing some like Larry June type stuff. Like right. I don't know, but it just you, you ever comes. get those times where like you have like a melody or have like a sound stuck in your head and shit, and like you, you gotta like just get it out and create it. Yeah, I mean to be honest, bro, I feel like I I I wish. So back in the day, before I was really taking this seriously, I used to have like a million and one ideas in my head. Like I I need to get back to that, bro. To be honest, because like. Mm-hmm. I feel like now my creative process has kind of changed up a little bit to where now that I'm actually doing it, it's saying I just kind of let it go with the flow. But at the same time, man, I've been I've been uh, listening to a, a lot of like old school messy Mark. I really try not to reference shit. I like to I like to just do shit just naturally. But at the same time, I also just like to listen to a lot of the stuff that got me into this in the first place and right and try to like take that flavor and, and you know try to try to put my own emphasis on it and and just kind of run with it a little bit but like you were saying earlier like with funk and stuff like funk and oldies like that's that's like one of my main influences is like earth wind and fire and and the shy lights and shit like that like i love right. taking old funk songs like that like just listening to just a lot of just just really old shit like that. Like, right, right. I love shit like yeah. that, bro. Especially when it has like that new school fucking, you know, like the like the current, you know, modern twang on it. You know what I mean? I think that shit's dope. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And when I was saying that, I don't really like when I'm stuck in the past. Like I do listen to a lot of new shit. Like I love what a lot of new people are doing. Like I love Larry June. I love Mozzie. I love a lot of these new artists, bro. Like there's a lot of people killing this shit out here. Like you said, Tony, you just gotta dig for it. You know, you gotta you gotta read between the lines and find it. So I'm I'm definitely just not only in the past, but like I'll be honest, when I'm driving in the car, a lot of the old stuff that I put on or a lot of the stuff I put on it is a little bit older, but I, I do try to try to listen to a lot of new stuff too, man. Cause there really is, there's a lot of great shit out here, man. It's not, it's not just all yeah, bullshit. Man. Yeah. No, I, 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 you, man. I'll be scrolling through like, you know, Instagram, fucking mostly Instagram and shit. And I'll just hear some fucking bangers, bro. I'm just like, damn, you know what? That's how me and Slack Cartel met, bro. It's funny. Cause you know, I, I, I fuck with, you know, I met Slap Cartel to the homie Dirty Low. And, uh, yeah. you know, we, we just tapped in and shit, you know, right after and just, you know, got to know each other on a, you know, personal level and shit. But I remember going through, you know, his catalog on, on you know, on Slap Cartel's IG and shit. And I was just like, damn, this motherfucker got bangers. You know what I mean? And I was <laughs> like, shit. Like, fuck, I'm trying to fucking tap, you know, tap in with homeboy. And, you know, it took a minute. We got to know each other. I like to get to know people on a personal level, bro. That's just how I do music. You yeah, know, exactly. as just, you know, how I do things. I mean, it's different if, you know, I'm getting paid for a feature and shit or, you know, someone wants me on the record and they're like, oh, I'll pay you or, you know, yada, yada, yada. And even then, yeah, I still I- got to fuck with you. But me and Slap Cartel just really, you know, on a personal level clicked real good and fucking, like I said, man, I heard his shit. Man, it just fucking, it's crazy, bro. I feel like it, it on this most recent album we did, this Cost of Living shit and just this new shit that we got going, bro. Like, he just brings out like a, a dope different, you know, side of Mike Uno, man. So, you know, I fucking, uh, I, I, I feel like it's like, you know, Anyway, where I was getting at is 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 that's why I found him was Instagram, bro. And it's it's it, there's a lot of dope underground motherfuckers on there, man. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, you know, I feel you. It's true, man. And you know, it's pretty awesome. I know you guys have that track. The one track I can recall right now is "Streets Be Calling." I know that's a Stop Cartel right, beat. Right, and right. And my on the on the track. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can you tell us? Can you tell a little bit about that track and how it came together? Yeah. So, like you were saying, like he we met through. Like I, I met Dirty Low just through Instagram, and then uh, he he liked one of these beats I did, so he used it, and then he put Mike Uno on it, and then there was a couple artists on it too, but Mike Uno was the one that tapped in with me, and just like he was saying, like I listened to his stuff, and I was like, man, this dude is hard as hell, and I could tell we were on the same page, so uh, we just we started talking to each other pretty often and you know just from then he wanted another beat like he he heard another one that he liked and then like we just yeah we started going from there and like you said we're doing this ep now so it's like we're on the same page where it's it's rare when you meet somebody it's like just you ain't even gotta really like talk it out like you just on you just you got it like it's just linked up 100 no no exactly you already know what the what the hell is about to go down. So, hundred percent, yeah, bro. That's the beauty of music, man. I love that shit, bro. Like, and it's crazy because anytime I rap, anytime I you know rapping a fucking stop cartel, stop cartel beat, bro. Like I already know that shit's gonna be a fucking banger, bro. Like it's, it just fucking comes together real nice. You know what I'm saying? It's a good flow, good chemistry yeah, on the beat. Yeah, yeah, bro. Good chemistry, good fucking body of work every time, bro. Like the shit just sounds fucking. Man, bro, like, I'm telling you, crazy, bro. Even my mixing, bro, like, the mixing just comes together so perfect. Like, you know, I'll go and I'll mix the record and shit. And I'm just like, damn, this shit just came together so fucking nice. You know what I mean? Like, the way he he does this, you know, he keeps the shit and, you know, 
it just comes out real nice, bro. So yeah, anytime. And it's cool, dog. Like, like, you know, me, I'm the kind of person, dog. Like, you know, I don't, you know, necessarily do the, of course, I mean, you know, I do the, of course I do it for the money, bro. I'm not going to do it for free. You know what I mean? If I'm rapping with, you know, one of the homies, we're getting paid. You know what I mean? We're putting the EP out, we're getting paid. But, you know, like, like, like where I'm getting at is I put the shit out because I love it. I don't put, I don't put shit out that, you know, oh, oh, oh people are going to fuck with this. If they fuck with it, cool. They fuck with it. If not, hey, I'm doing this for me, but I know motherfuckers like me are going to relate to the shit and fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And, and, yeah, you know, the, yeah. the shit that, you know, me and Slack Cartel be putting out, bro, just be coming out so naturally like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, shit. Like, we did this last record, man, called Rewind. And uh, I'm going to drop it as a single in the summer. You've heard that one, actually, Tony's talk. Fucking, I'm going yeah, to rewind. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to rewind. Yeah, yeah. That way you can put it, you know, on the podcast and play it on the podcast and shit. Fucking, uh, that record right there, man, came together so fucking nice, bro. Like, it, it, yeah. It, he, you know, Slack Cartel shot me the joint. Shit, bro, I must have had that record back in like a day or two, bro. Like, ready yeah. to go. And then, you know, fucking Slack Cartel was like, damn. Nah, this one's quick. He's quick with it. And a lot yeah, of, the, the, a lot of the stuff that he does, like, like on that cost of living EP, like when I'm listening to that, like a lot of that shit motivates me too because a lot of the, the other songs he did on it, like, with other producers and shit like they're hard as hell like he's working with some other producers that are hard as hell and i love listening to other beats because it's just like yeah I'm the same is, way. i feel like you get yeah. you, ga- you gather uh uh influence you know what i mean hell yeah you gather, man. You gather knowledge and just you know networking you know what i mean yeah nah for real It it's always yeah it's it's just all it's a it's a it's all just a circle you know it just it all comes back like i love that man it's all yeah, it's, it's perfect. The community, yeah, exactly. No, I say, man, it's badass. You know, that's that's awesome that you guys are able to uh, work it on that EP. Can't wait to hear it. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be awesome. You know, I can already, I can already imagine it. And um, you know, freaking a lot of um, a lot of artists you mentioned earlier that you had to work with. Um, can you tell me like who would you like the most to collaborate with right now? If you could collaborate with anybody out there right now. Man, I I would love to get on it with Larry June. Like I love what Larry June's doing, bro. Larry like, savage, man. yeah, he's he's hard as shit. And uh, yeah, Larry June stays in his own lane too. That's why I fuck with him so heavy. Yeah, he's just Larry smooth. Like I love what he's doing with the Alchemist because the Alchemist is one of my all-time favorite producers, just because he. He does a lot of stuff with like the East Coast rappers, like oh, the yeah, whole, yeah, yeah. Mob the whole Griselda fucking... stuff, like oh yeah, oh, that shit too. Conway the Machine he and finds all the dope fucking rappers, bro, and puts them together on hard shit. Yeah, yeah like yeah, Freddie yeah. Gibbs, man. Like I like Freddie Gibbs has been one of my favorite rappers for years, bro. Like oh, when yeah, I lived Freddie out in Frisco, when I was twenty, I went and saw Freddie Gibbs. This was back when Freddie Gibbs wasn't even like he was popping at the time, but he was nowhere near what he is now. And I went and saw him out in Oakland mm-hmm. and I've actually met him back then and uh I love Freddie Gibbs, man. And then he just put out some stuff with Alchemist a couple years ago and like I just love. Oh yeah, like, I know exactly what album you're talking about. Yeah, and uh, he just, man, the Alchemist. It's it's more. It's a little bit different than what I do because it's like, it's very sample heavy. It's it's closer to like the boom bap stuff, but I love it, bro. Like I right. love because it brings yeah, bro, out Alchemist. The Alchemist is a good producer. Yeah, boom bap. Yeah, like nah, like he's hard. His own shit. My favorite beat from the Alchemist is that one with uh, I think it's Nina Sky and Mob Deep. Okay. Uh, yeah. I don't know if I heard that one. I gotta check that one out. Yeah, it's, it's fucking Nina Sky, Mob Deep, fucking. I know which one. You, I, I'll shoot it to you afterwards, bro. Fucking. I know when I send it to you, you'll be like, oh yeah, I know which one this is. 
Yeah, I, I probably, yeah, I, I'm not sure, but maybe I have heard it. But yeah, I love Alchemist, bro. He's been doing this shit for forever, man. Yeah, really. Like, he used to do an action Bronson back in the day. Just like, a, like he, he just, he kills it, bro. Oh, he yeah. Just, yeah, he yeah. So many cats, bro. He fuck, he's actually real, uh, he's actually real involved, like, you know, out in the LA scene and shit. So he'd be fucking just, you know, fucking with a gang of fucking dope alley rappers and shit. Every time I hear him, like, man, he'd be finding everybody, you know what I mean? It's crazy yeah. because back then, when he was back years ago, when when LimeWire and Frostwire was out, I was downloading instrumentals, bro. I found this, this little mix, this little mix of instrumentals, and it was the Alchemist, bro. Oh, that's fucking sick. banging ass track. They're all, it's like a bunch of sample heavy, like you said, like a sample heavy, but it was just fucking it's amazing, bro. It's badass beats, but um, oh yeah. What's one of your favorite songs that you created so far, or beat, or song, whatever you want to say? Man, I'm trying to think. Uh, man, I mean, I love like I that one that uh, that one that me and Mike Uno did. I love that one on that cost of living. That that yeah, shit's hard as shit. I love but, the, uh, the streets be calling. But also that one that he just said that he did. Uh, the the newer one, the rewind. That one's yeah. hard too. But to be honest, like. We got we got one on this this new EP that uh, that I'm, I'm really like it's it's one that I did it like six months ago and uh, it's not even out yet like I said but like we I don't know man like this we we've been talking over the phone about it and and that, yeah, that that's one, that, the one we were fucking with yesterday and shit yeah man that motherfucker right there was gonna be gas. Yeah, it's gonna be hard, man. So I just, yeah, those are a few. I mean, I like I, before I was really doing it on my own. I uh, I co-produced some thing, something for uh, for Cuzzo and Mr. Fab a few years back called. Uh, damn, what's that shit called? <laughs> I, I just totally forgot what it's called. Uh, oh, dance a little different, and uh, yeah, that and then um, Fabo from D4L got on the remix and stuff, and oh, trip out. Yeah, hella random, but it, it, it's <laughs> it's a hard. It's just funny how it came about because we were making the beat for uh, my boy C-Note out here in Bakersfield, and and then like the next day, Cuzzo rolled through the house, and uh, he was like, "Nah, I need that shit." And like, actually, Too Short was supposed to hop on the shit, and then he didn't oh, okay. come through. So Mr. Fab ended up because Mr. Fab is Cuzzo's cousin. So he oh, okay. up, yeah, so he ended up popping on this shit, and and that was big because, like I said, like I grew up listening to Mr. Fab. Like I remember in junior yeah. high, we we listened to that shit all that, like Ghost Ride the Whip and all that yeah, stuff. Like we just listened to that, that guy back right. then, bro. I mean, he's still that guy, but back then he was that guy, you know? Yeah, nah, he yeah. was huge back he, then, he, bro. Yeah, my homeboy down here, in, you know, in LA and shit. When I was in school, he, you know, he used to sell mixtapes and shit. And he always had that new Mr. Fab shit. It was like a new mixtape every week and shit. I was like, damn. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Fab is hard, bro. He's hard as hell. For sure, for sure. That's a that's a legend right there. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. That's badass. You know, there's a lot. That's the beauty about the music, man. You get to relate. You get to hear so much different types of it. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of great artists out there, man. Like like you like you guys yourselves right here. You know what I mean? And uh, what would you say uh, is one of the most spontaneous things you've done, either in life or in the music? Whatever you would like to share. Man, the most spontaneous thing. I'm trying to think, bro. Shit, well, I'm thinking, what what's the most spontaneous thing you did, Michael? You know? 
Oh man, most spontaneous music or live? Yeah. You music or live? Man, that is a fucking good one. You know what? <laughs> most spontaneous thing I've ever done. I know I got some dope fucking shit. You know what? Music wise, all right. Music wise, literally, bro, I was just like at the house one day, bro. Like it was probably this. It was probably around this time, you know what I mean? Fucking, uh, uh, I remember the homie had hit me up, like, hey, bro, like, you know, I'm gonna go to the studio, you know, fucking, uh, uh pull up, you know, I'm whatever, whatever, you know, your usual rapper shit. All right, cool, dog. Fuck it, I'll get it in, you know what I mean? Fucking boom, you know, fucking, uh, uh, go, we hit the studio, we hit the studio out in the valley and shit. Fucking, right. uh, and, you know, we just fucking, you know, pull up, fucking, you know, we're smoking, doing our thing and shit. And uh, a long story short, man, that just being that that spontaneous shit, you know that 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 I did, you know, we I ended up meeting fucking like producers that fuck with the game, producers that fuck with you know Snoop, fucking producers nice. that fuck with you know fucking just a gang of people, right? I'm like, damn, Hell yeah, I wasn't expecting this, like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I was I was not expecting to just build a solid network of you know fucking people. And I you know I got a gang of motherfuckers on my Instagram, you know that that, that I met that night, you know, shout out to all my peoples and shit. Fucking, uh, 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 and yeah, man, that shit was fucking, you know, that shit was cool as fuck. Because like I said, it was that little spontaneous fucking, I'm going to just get up and go, you know, let yeah, go yeah. whole fucking connection process and shit. So for yeah, the you music, could, you, you, could have, you could have been like, you could have been like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to knock out. I'm just going to kick back. Yeah, yeah, no, real spill, real spill. And, 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 and you know, life-wise, man, I think the most fucking spontaneous thing I've, I've fucking ever done is fucking just, uh, uh, I, I used to not be, I used, to, I used to be a homebody, bro. Like, I used to just, like, want to chill at home. And I still do. Don't get me wrong. I still do. Yeah, yeah exactly. Want to chill at home, you know, fucking after, you know, fucking working so hard all week. Fucking, I'm going to just chill at home. I ain't going to do shit. You know, and one day, man, fucking, um, I ended up fucking just, just, just fucking getting this travel bug, bro. I fucking, you know, I, I started taking trips to San Diego. You know, I started taking trips to Hawaii spontaneously and shit. And now, bro, shit, man. Like, there's times now I'm just like, fuck, I'm gonna just get up and go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be yeah. in LA right now. Like, I want to be by the beach. You know what I mean? And, yeah, you know, like, I, I just fucking get up and go and dip. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, it, uh, it, it, that's, that's the beauty of life, man. Is I, I, you know, getting out and actually, you know, when they say, you know, you get out, you, you know, where they say you have to get out and live. I believe it 100% now, bro. You gotta get out and live, man, for real. You can't be in the show. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, man. So, fucking, it's, it's real, man. I, I used to be a big homebody, bro. My, my, uh, my, my idea of living it up, bro, was like, you know, fucking taking a three, four day weekend, just barbecuing at the house every fucking day, you know, drinking, smoking, fucking, I don't do that no more, bro. Like, I mean, it's cool, you know, to celebrate something, but now, shit, man, I'm fucking trying to get out and live, man, hit the gym, you know, See, fucking enjoy life, yeah. you know? We're, like the, we're like the opposite, bro. I mean, to be honest, though, I mean, I'm I'm trying, like, I'm. that's why I'm going to tap in with you this summer. Yeah, like, we, know, we, we getting tapped in, hell yeah. Because I, back then, I fucking, bro, like, all my teens and shit, like, I was... I was crazy, bro. That's why it's hard for me to pin down one spontaneous scene, bro. It, like, really, we were just it. always, I don't know, Bakersfield is some maniac city, bro. Like, we we were always doing something wild as shit. Like, we would, uh, <laughs> we would drive down to Santa Barbara every weekend, bro, just to hustle and shit. And, and right. there's this little town called Ala Vista. It's a party, it's a little college party town. And 
I used to bring some powder out there and make a bunch of money on a weekend and just you know, just go crazy, bro. Like, it, I don't know, just wild shit. Like, right, you know, right. That's yeah, crazy, it's, it's crazy. Like, we would. I mean, it, it's honestly it, like I, I get the chills a lot of time when I think about it, man. Because we put ourselves in so many oh, man. stupid ass situations, bro. Yeah. Like, man, so I many times it, where we could have lost our lives and shit, and just. Stupid man, I'd I be telling my, you know, I'd be telling my kids, just telling people, man, back in the day, you know, my mom and dad wasn't watching us. Jesus was watching us. You know what I mean? Man, like, it was crazy. <laughs> somebody, yeah, somebody must have been looking out. I understand on me, bro, because there's many times, dog, like, not even knowing either, bro. Like, you know, like, you know, because, you know, like, you know, I, I always grew up pretty smart. So, of course, I'm going into every situation, you know, like, damn, like, okay, watch out for, you know, whatever you're going to watch out for. But a lot of times, bro, like, you don't know, like. One time we were, you know, we were kids and shit. I think I was probably like 17, 18. And fucking, uh, uh, we were just, you know, doing youngster shit. You know, youngster shit, bro, is me. We were probably like, you know, I don't even know anymore, bro. Four or five, six people deep and shit, you know, with my homies back then. And we used to just mob around, hit the movies, hit the mall, you know, fucking. Yeah. The homies were slaying weed and shit. You know, I was slaying it back in a little bit too. So, you know, I always had a little bit of money in my pocket and shit. You know what I mean? And, uh... We fucking, uh, we, you know, we were at the mall one day, bro, just, you know, fucking, and, and, and one of the homeboys, man, just got into, got into some shit, you know, with, with these, these, these dudes. And, uh, it, it was just, you know, some fucking crazy life for death shit, bro, because we were ready to scrap and they were ready yeah. to shoot, you know? Yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Damn, like, you know, you never really, you know, you never really fucking know. And now that I'm older, you know, I don't kick it with, you know, people now that are just so, oh, I'm going to just fight everybody. I'm going to just fight everybody like me, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, yeah, you know, I'm, 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 I'm all about, you know, I'm going to thug it out for my family, but I'm not just out there looking for fights. Me. Well, not that I ever was, but you know, I'm yeah. just not out there looking for fights and shit. And you know, it's crazy, man. Like, cause like for real, for real, like we were in the movies, bro. And we didn't even know the motherfuckers were sitting in the back of us, bro. They could have blew our noodles in a motherfucking popcorn. You know what yeah, I mean? Crazy, yeah. and, and you know, like I said, man, it's just that, that God had his, you know, God had his hand around us, bro. Cause it was, you know, some crazy situations and shit. And, you know, I fucking, I ended up having kids young and shit, you know, and, and I, I was blessed because you know how it is. You know, you have your kids young, they keep you, you know, they keep you, um... How old were you when you had your first kid? Shit. I was fucking 18 years old when I had oh, my first shit. kid, bro. Yeah, I was 18 <laughs> years old. And, uh, you know, I fucking, I, I, I had my son at 18 and then I had my, my daughter. I was about 21, 22 and shit. So I had kids young, you know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, that 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 changes a lot right there. It does. Yeah, it changes, it changes your perspective on life big the, time. The, bit. the the beautiful thing about it, I always say, is you know, I because uh, I had like I said, I had my kids young, right? You know, I had my kids young. I was uh, I was eighteen, you know, fucking when I had my son. It was an it was on nine, and so I just turned eighteen like in October, and he was born like a few months later in April. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. fucking uh, uh, he was born. You know, the the where I'm trying to get at though is you know. It was hard for a bit, you know, it, it was definitely hard when I had my son, you know, I was, you know, just graduated high school, just finished college, you know, I'm over here, you know, trying to apply, you know, the, the degree and shit that I got, you know, fucking working fucking minimum wage jobs for a little while, you know, in, until fucking, I, I want to say right before my daughter was born, you know, I ended up getting a way better job, you know what, I mean, I was still making money, don't get me wrong, I, I ended up selling cars and I was doing my thing, but it got slow for a little while. And, you know, I fucking, I ended up fucking getting this cool little job, you know, and, and sticking with it. And, and where I'm getting at is it was hard for a bit. You struggle for a long time, but now I got two more kids, right? And the crazy thing about it is when I had my two, 
I, I wasn't struggling how I was struggling before. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. I've literally seen both sides of the, having the kids when you're struggling and having the kids when you're not struggling. Don't get me wrong. It's hard either way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but, you know, seeing both sides of that, you know, I'm happy that I did see that because it's like, I, you know, I want to tell my kids, you know, I want to tell, you know, just people to think about having kids like, hey, you know what? Make sure you live life first. Make sure you do you for you first, you know, because once you have your kids, man, like, you know, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I'm selfish. Like my kids are in the house chilling, you know, they're fed, posted up. They're watching Coco Melon. You know what? I'm going to go walk outside real quick, leave the screen open so I can see them. I'm going to go smoke real quick. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, but my kids are cool. They're safe. They're safe. They're cool. They're right there. I'm fucking two, three feet away from them. I know what they're doing, you know, and, and you know, that's me getting my selfish time. You know, wh when you got kids, you can't have that selfish time all the time. You know what I'm saying? It's not yeah, like yeah. that. You know, like even with this music, like me and Slap Cartel, you know, we talk about all the time. We're like, man, bro, my bad. I just haven't been able to get to it. Like, you know, this and this and that. I got the kids. And then and then I went to the gym. It's like, fuck, am I going to go to the gym or am I going to do the music? Fuck, like I just had to go to the gym real quick. And then by the fucking, by the time you know it, it's this time that we're out right now, 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night and shit. We got work again in the morning. You know, ain't no music, but you know, that's just the, you that's know, that's just how it is. You know, that's why I fuck with, you know, the, the circle of people I fuck with. And, you know, it's a real, real small circle. You know what I'm saying? And, but, you know, I fuck with the motherfuckers that understand that and get that and, you know, put their family first because, you know. People don't realize, people don't realize the struggle. You know, they don't realize what you go through. They just see, exactly. they, they just see the music video, they just hear the track, you know. Exactly. Yeah. But if they're really listening, they can hear the the, the, the struggle in the track as well. You know what I mean? So, percent, man. That's what I say. Like, I, I feel like I lived three lives already by 30. Bro, like, like real, that's what when you you said this shit by, by spontaneous, like my whole life was spontaneous, bro. Like, <laughs> right, we to just, like we live like like monsters out here, bro. Like, we talk about like from seven. Yo, yo, I think he cut out. You hear me? Yo, yeah, yo, yeah, I can yeah, hear you. My bro. bad, yeah, man. Yeah. My shit locked up again. My bad. Yeah, I was I always saying like when I was in. when I was 17 years old, like I was just a fuck. I was a fucking idiot, dude. Like I just, I had no fucking, no fear, no no fucking conscious, none none of that. And really, I'd say from like 17 to 21, man. Like when I got to like around 19 that was when finally my parents were like you got to get the fuck up out of here like you gotta that's when i moved to frisco because things were going so bad for me out here like i don't know man it was crazy like it was damn near every weekend i was getting into some shit and it's crazy because i was working out of elementary school at the time and i felt like i was living two lives because i would be working at elementary school and literally on my on my lunch break, going to sell some powder to somebody on my lunch break, and then go back and deal with some fucking <laughs> yeah. third graders and shit. And I'm like right. getting called yeah. Mister Jeff and stuff. And I'm like, God damn, like I felt guilty about this shit. Right. But like I just like there's so many times, man. Like I got cocky, bro. Like I was I was the one white boy that all my homies were black and shit, and that automatically puts a target on you because. When anybody would catch me, like it would be a, a rare instance where they see me by myself. Motherfuckers would just try to get at me, bro. Like, right. 
just yeah. like I, I don't know what it was like a lot of it had to do with they thought I was cocker than what I was man like this because I'm not gonna lie I was flamboyant bro I had two chains on I used to wear baggy ass yeah. clothes and shit like that right I just, I, just I don't know bro like I was moving differently man and uh there was you, one you were going through the phases. You, yeah, I was just about to yeah. say, bro, you're going through what we all went through, man. Shit. I'm yeah, I was going through it, but it was yeah. always natural, bro. I was never trying to be something that I wasn't, bro. But I got yeah, yeah. I got packed out a couple of times, bro. Like I got jumped like a motherfucker a couple of times. I, I got pistol whipped. I got beat the fuck up by a whole party. Woke up the next day looking like a fucking monster, like whole face swollen yeah, and shit. Right. Jaw fucked up, like so many things man and just like looking back i'm just like man i'm i'm fucking blessed to make it through but even when my son was born like a lot of people say like on the second the second your kid's born uh you change and like for me it was like like i was 22 when my kid was born so i was a little bit older but at the same time like i remember like my son's mom had she went to minnesota for like a week when like right like not too long he was only a couple months old and uh this dude has set up my homie and stole some lean off of him and i i always sold that shit i I never was a big drinker that shit right but uh i went i I called my mom and i i dropped my son off and i said i had to do something and i went and dropped him off and i went and robbed this dude for 30 ounces of this shit and when i came back she was like i had a i had a pill problem at the time and she was like I know you were going to buy some pills and my dumb ass, because I really wasn't going to do that, but my right. dumb ass thought it would be smarter to be like, nah, I wasn't doing that. I was going to rob somebody. And like, right. in hindsight, yeah. like that was the dumbest fucking shit I could ever say. Cause like, my mom was just like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, how are you moving out here right now? Like, what the fuck are you thinking? And just like, looking back on it now that my kid's older and shit, I'm just like, that's why I'm raising my son square, bro. Like, I'm not having none of that shit, bro. Like, no, you keep your ass playing basketball, keep your head in these books, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you live and you learn, bro. You go, you went through the phases, you live and you learn. You know, you're at where you're at now. You know what I mean? So that's, that's crazy, good. man. I, you know, it's it's a crazy experience. It's a crazy ride. You know what I mean? It's luck, luckily we're able to survive it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, sure. I've been saying the same shit about my kids, bro. I tell them all the time. You know, you're lucky that you know. You didn't, you know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I wasn't the hardest motherfucker in here at any by any means necessary, but the shit that I had to do, you know, go through the shit that I had to deal with and the situations I put myself in, you know, I never want them to ever have to be like, oh yeah, you know, listen, listen, that's why I be laughing at these motherfuckers that, you know, say, oh, well, you know, you ain't from the street, you ain't from this, you ain't from that, or you know, you know, this and this and this and that. Motherfucker, yeah, like, yeah. You're, you're mad because somebody's mom and dad love that motherfucker? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, you're mad that I don't want my son and, and daughter to be from the streets. That's what you're mad about. You know what yeah. I mean? That's, that's what you're mad about. And you motherfucker, think about how ignorant you fucking sound. Just because that's you and your goal. family are, are, are stuck in that generation and you can sit there and say, oh, well, you know, we gangbang for this. Week. That's cool. Like, hey, dog, like, you know, I used to gangbang. You know, I used to do a lot of that shit. You know, I used to do, you know, I, I used to, you know, think I was, you know, whatever I was. And, you know, I still got families in it. You know, it's just something I'm guilty by affiliation. That's it is what it is. You know what I mean? But, you know, by no motherfucking means are my kids going to be from there. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, you know, that's, yeah, just, that's yeah, just the way yeah. it is, man. I, I lost too many homes to the shit, bro. And, you know, I lost a lot of some people I'm never going to get back. And I don't ever want to lose a kid to that that's shit. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? I heard someone say something about, like... Like these, like people are trying to be in the streets, but we're trying to get out of the streets. You know, like exactly, uh, bro. 
Hundred percent, bro. And I was I got, just gonna say, a lot of the real motherfuckers I know started doing what they did to get out of doing what they did, and some of them did. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. No, I feel you. Yeah, man. Right. I got I got five uncles. Four of them are dope fiends, bro. I grew up around just examples of what not to do. And right. Yeah, I did, yeah. it's, it's fucked up. Like Karen Baker, so like growing up, so many of my friends from elementary school and shit are either dead or in prison and it's just right. like it's, it's it, fucked up it's, it's a right. fucked up thing about this, it's a fucked up thing about the system bro it's a system designed that way you know like it's just exactly. the way the world the way the, the way the world is you know what I mean it's designed like that especially in the neighborhoods certain neighborhoods you know what I mean it's, it's like yeah, it's a crazy real thing spill. no real spill people you know, say oh it's a stigma it's this say no motherfucker stigma is the way it is homie. you know what I mean like it's, it's the way it fucking you know it's just the way the fucking the world's set up to make sure that you know, ain't nobody coming up, you know, and I'm one of the lucky ones, bro. Like, you know, every day I wake up, you know, thankful for God, you know, that I was able to, you know, make it out. And by no means, bro, did I grow up, you know, struggling that bad. You know, I got, you know, I, my mom and dad took care of me, you know, I had both parents and shit. You know, my, uh, my, 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 uh, my pops, you know, he did, you know, he's so dope, you know, when I was fucking younger and shit. And, you know, he got locked up for a bit, but, you know, mom's made, you know, sure that when my pops was gone, she held it down. You know what I mean? I had four siblings. You know, I'm sorry, I was the oldest of four siblings, is what I'm trying to say. And, you know, I fucking, uh, I fucking did, you know, what I had to do. You know what I mean? Being the oldest fucking, you know, the oldest out the bunch of shit. But, you know, fucking, like I said, they know my mom and dad did what it did, man. And I'm doing the same for my kids now. You know, I don't ever want them to, you know, feel like, you know, oh, well, you know, dad, dad, this from the streets. Because I've been telling them, like, hey, you know, I did some stupid shit. You know, I did some shit that, you know, I shouldn't have did. But, you know, just because I did that don't mean you got to do it. You know what I mean? And, oh, but you rap about it. I rap about it because it's what I went through and I'm rapping about it to help my people get out of it. You know what I mean? And, yes, sir. And that's the way it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's true, man. We're gonna, end, we're gonna end up with that right there, my guy. I appreciate both of you, Stop Carto and my Guno, for coming on the show tonight. I appreciate you guys. Definitely. You guys have any last words? You guys have any last words for anyone listening out there? Hey, man. Thank you for having me, Tony and my Guno. You already know, bro. Yes, it's sir. It's all love, man. But uh, yeah, man. Just like I said, stay tuned to this new EP that me and my Guno got dropping soon. And more uh, shit. A lot more shit on the way, man. Some Beta yeah. LA type shit, man. I'm real excited yes, for this shit, man. Fucking definitely, man. Fucking thank you, Tony, for having us, man. Shout out to everybody out there. Keep doing what it do, man. Keep fucking, you know, just keep with it, man. Keep whatever you want to do. Fucking apply your dreams to that shit, man. And make sure that, you know, your blessings come tenfold, man. And keep guiding, man. That's all I can say, man. Fucking, I appreciate you, Tony Sock. It's always a pleasure, bro. You know, let me know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I uh, I got I got some shit in store for you, man. Uh, shit, man. I think we should end this with that Rewind track. You know, this is Rewind, produced by Slap Cartel. You know, featuring Mike Uno, man. This is coming out of the summer. You got to hear it first here exclusively on Tony Sock, man. Let's get it. Yes, All right, for sir. sure. I appreciate you guys. You guys have a good night. All uh, right, you too. Appreciate you, dog. All right. All right. Peace. Peace. Later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yo, boy. Checking in. Yo, yo, yo. What you get with online platforms, an online platform, an online radio, a podcast, a showcase with independent music. Tony's Talk Showcase. Show some love. Y'all, send in your music at Tony's Talk Showcase at gmail.com. Get with your boy. Let him know that Yiki P sent you. Let's go. Yiki P.
What up, Slack Cartel? Hey, man. I just feel like every time we get together, it's always something special. Look, I sit back and I let my seat recline. And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind. And should we live? I'm doing this every time. Only do it for the love, so I elevate every time. Like, I sit back and I let my seat recline. And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind. And should we live? I'm doing this every time. Only do it for the love, so I elevate every time. I've been life, I had to meditate on it. Took a couple chances, but I took the lead on it. Struggled a couple years, but I planted the seed on it. I reap on what I sow. Cause I'm better, my dreams on it There's been way too many times when the rain and it was pouring Walking this road lonely and I can't see where I'm going I'm looking for my peoples, they were gone before you know it Sometimes this life will take a little time for your opponent uh, And shit I've been knowing For this life you pay a price for the story you've been told I'm training in the field, trying to get my skills honed in. Huh, plotting the scheme and trying to find where I'm going Look, and no need to worry We ain't in a hurry Before you see the vision, it's gonna be a little blurry I picture everything, then my mind done show me Watch out for the end credits at the end of every story I sit back and I let my seat recline And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind And shit we live, I'm doing this every time Only do it for the love, so I elevate every time Like, I sit back and I let my seat recline And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind and should we live? I'm doing this every time. Only do it for the love, so I elevate that Sometimes time. I take some pressure off the shit I've been applying. And when I close my eyes, I can picture myself flying. A bird's eye view with the quest that I've been trying. I take a look back at the reason I've been fighting. And it's a good feeling when you're closest to the ending. Trying to match your energies and the time that you've been spending. Accomplishing the goals is the closest feeling to heaven. Or when you want to coast and you see in the sun setting. And it's a cold world, ain't no reason for pretending. You gotta push forward, don't stop. Start at the beginning, every opportunity you ever given is a lesson. So treat it as a gift and you can treat it as a blessing. I always keep the faith in the divine intervention. Will never take for granted all the losses and the lessons. Decisions that I'm making me from being apprehensive. I'm trying to find my way around the office and the defense. I sit back and I let my seat recline And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind And should we live? I'm doing this every time Only do it for the love so I elevate every time Like I sit back and I let my seat recline And this I vibe to make you want to press rewind And should we live? I'm doing this every time Only do it for the love so I elevate every time Like Tony on the phone, I said, if I'm with it or I'm not. Pull a roll, a couple bunches, about to be a nada. Walk up 
up in the party like the hardest in the room. Fuck up in the party with a bad bitch or two. Step up in the corner, shit, homie, what to do? It's holla at your and my G cartoon. Told me beast, it would be a be a body getting two. Pass me a couple shots so we can walk it all through, shit. Tony saw Comey from 21 to 22. We lifted and gifted cause we the highest in the room. We body getting two, and baby, bring your friends too. Put a panties to the side, I'm about to get two. Ayy. So we y'all be trying me. Shit, baby, let me know. Cause your bitch, she be eyeing me. And I'm about to take her home. So we y'all be trying me. Shit, baby, let me know. Cause your bitch, she be eyeing me. And I'm about to take her home. I done told y'all. This is Tony's talk. It's your boy Mike, you know. The flyest one you know. Thanks for tuning in. We gonna see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to Tony's Talk, one of the flyest podcasts on the west side, <laughs> home of the West Coast Wednesdays, new artists, upcoming artists, make sure to submit your music to Tony's Talk, cause we're really out here trying to support local artists, and if you went down for the cause, get lost, West